0: Hello, my friend, welcome to the It's Happening For Me podcast. If you're obsessed with all things spirituality, personal growth and development, and living as your highest self, you are in the right place. I am your host, Alyssa, and I spent the majority of my teenage years and young 20s living totally out of alignment. As I started to question my patterns and behaviors and actually got to know myself at the soul level, I realized that everything was happening for me. Now, as a spiritual life coach and human design guide, I am here to share my voice, Personal stories, human design wisdom, and learn from incredible individuals living their purpose. Join me each week as we walk the spiral path of purpose together. I cannot wait to dive in. Hello, hello, my friend. Welcome to the It's Happening For Me podcast. I am your host, Alyssa, your spiritual bestie, and I'm so happy that you are here with me today. Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, today I am so freaking excited because I, as you know, recently am obsessed with the Akashic Records. And I had a really cool experience this weekend where I got to do a reading for one of my besties, and then she did a reading for me. And it was such a cool experience because what I was actually getting guidance on and like what I thought I wanted help on unraveled into something like deeper that I kind of healed that I didn't even realize like would come up. And so I just thought it was really fascinating. And I'm so obsessed with learning the Akashic records, learning how to read for myself, learning how to read for other people. And so I thought it would be really fun today to just share with you the experience that I had from her reading mine um, so that you can kind of see like an example of how cool this freaking modality is like and how powerful it is. Also, before I get into that and jump right in, I also wanted to follow up with um, last week's episode, how I ended that. Because as you guys know, last week I graduated from my Akashic Records training. It was the coolest experience ever. And I feel like I am just a completely different person. Like, I feel like everything that I was ever lacking in, like, believing in myself and, like, all the times that like I would have self-doubt come up around just who I am as like a healer and who I am here as like a coach or like to serve others. Like I always tried to like, I was always so much in my mind of like trying to like conceptualize it of like, okay, like how do I box myself in? How do I come up with a niche? Like how do I describe what I do? And it was always like very heady, you know, like you guys know that I'm obsessed with human design and gene keys and like. I have different things that I've moved through in my life, and I was always trying to like package it together. And after doing like this Akashic Records training and learning how to really like tap into my higher self and have these conversations with myself, with my spirit team, with my spirit guides, with these like beings of light, ascended masters, just a freaking connecting with God on this whole other level. It's like. I have this in my back pocket. I have this inside of myself. Like I don't need to go anywhere else and seek it. And so it's actually really helping me with like not even needing to prove myself. Like not even needing to have all of the answers figured out. Like I'm just really excited to share the things that I'm really excited about. And like I realize that that's enough. And so if you are someone who has been struggling with trying to, like, you kind of know what your purpose is. Maybe you already have your business, but you're still trying to figure out how to package everything perfectly. I want this just to, like, be your permission slip to know that, like, you don't have to have it all figured out. Like, things will just unfold as they unfold, which is, like, pretty much always the theme of every episode that I have. Like, I guess they're always very similar, but it's just, like, it keeps on being re-verified to me that, like, it's just going to unfold. And so it's so beautiful because there's endless potential and like, yeah, I just feel so confident. Okay. So this weekend I had the beautiful opportunity to kind of like do an exchange reading for my bestie. And then she also did one for me. And what I really wanted help on was I wanted to look at my um, money story. And it's so funny because before we hopped on the call we both like didn't really obviously discuss with each other like what we wanted guidance on and so i asked her first like oh like what do you want help on today you know like what do we want to explore and she was like oh i really want to like explore my money mindset and i want to see like why i have certain blocks around like spending money or like money running out and i was like girl me too like i want to dive into my money stuff and this is really cool because i've actually have been for the past, I would say this year, especially this year, like starting in January, that was like one of the major themes for me in this year eight, like going into this year, 2024 is really getting my money right. And, um, I'll get into a little bit more around like where my money blocks are around, but for me, it's a lot around like spending and, so I have been working on that and I just feel so much more in my power around my money and what my, I spend my money on and why I spend my money on certain things. But there was just still um, some things that I wanted help on. So what I asked her for guidance to ask the Akashic Records for was like... Um, Like, what? Why do I have this pattern around spending? For me, I'm a spender. You know, like, I feel like when we kind of look at our money patterns, there tends to be two types of people, like, on the spectrum. So maybe you're someone who saves all your money and it's very hard for you to allow yourself to spend it. So, like, you're a saver. And then I feel like on the other end of the spectrum, it's a spender where we just get money in and it's out the next day. Like, that is me. So it's like, it doesn't matter if I make more money, it's not about how much money I make. Like, Because if I bring in more money, I tend to have the pattern up until now of letting it go. Like I just find things that I want to spend it on. And what's so interesting is that I'm not like materialistic in the sense of like, oh, I'm always seeking like – the coolest, like highest end brands and like the bags and the shoes. Like I've never been that type of person. Like I'm not really interested in brand names or like, I'm not really like a clothes person. Like I don't, um, I don't prioritize that. That's not a high value of mine. And so what my thing is, is that number one food, I love, I'm a foodie. I love eating out. I love eating really good foods and finding like really good restaurants and like, I have my specific places where I love to get Thai food and I love to get whatever, you know, like I love food. I spend a lot of money on food. And then my second thing that I spend my money on is education. Like I love growth. I'm a growth mindset person. I'm obsessed with growth that 54 um, life's work, you know, like I aspiration, like I love growing. I love learning. I'm obsessed with learning. So it's like, I've always have been someone who's been investing in courses and classes and like learning new skills and learning new modalities and like everything, like any certification I've ever been excited to do, like I will invest in myself. Like it does not the price tag does not matter, girl. Like I will spend money on investing in myself. And so there's two sides to this, right? Like it can be very positive because I'm investing in my growth. Like the biggest ROI we'll ever have return on investment is ourselves. And so it's like everything that I invest in myself in is ultimately going to come back to me because this is what I can help my clients with. It's like, I have so much knowledge and wisdom and like I've been learning so many skills around business, spirituality, meditation, gene keys, human design, like Akashic records, mediumship, like all of these things. Like I really love learning and I prioritize learning. It's something that I'm obsessed with. And so I can look at it as being like a lifelong learner. I'm always going to be further educating myself, learning more. The downside of this, the negative end of the spectrum could be like, if I think I need more because I'm not already capable enough to share myself with the world. Like, it's like, am I using this to learn more or am I using this to hold myself back because I'm scared to put myself out there? I'm scared to just create a course or, you know, launch offers. Like, it's like, am I holding myself back by learning more? Because I feel like I don't know enough yet. And in human design, that can be like very line one um, energy. You know, it's like line one is like foundational energy. It's like, the researcher like they love to know and like they want to know the ins and outs of everything and i i'm a two four profile in my human design so but i have a lot of line one energy so that's something that's really fascinating i don't know um if you've known this but you know like your profile is two numbers but that's not the only energy that we have we also have we can also have a combination of all of the other lines as well in our gates and so um my body graph has like switched how they like the My Body Graph um, site has really switched things around recently. They did like a completely like facelift renovation on their site, and so it's not as easy to find this feature. But you can actually—I'm not sure if you can do this on the free version. But if you have the paid version, you can actually see how many lines you have um, of each of the six lines in your profile. So you might have never known. If you're, for example, a two, four, that you have a lot of line ones, you might have like, for me, I have more line ones and line threes than I do line twos, even though I'm a two, four. So I have a lot of that energy in my, um, in my design. So anyways, that's just a side note, but yes. So I love learning. I love like having this foundational information. So it's like, okay, I spend my money on food and I spend my money on courses, classes, and like education. Am I doing this? Because I love it, and because it's like helping me, and I'm investing myself, and I'm putting that back out into the universe, and helping other people learn th- this stuff, or am I hoarding all of this information for myself? And I'm scared to show up. I'm scared to share what I have to offer, and I feel like I need more and more and more and more and more, and I'm just like in this repetitive cycle of like buying more courses, buying more courses, and not putting my own stuff out there, and in return making money back. So that's kind of where. I am like always looking at that and I have a lot more awareness around that, especially like at the end of, I would say like mid to mid last year is when this was like really being shown to me. It was like very evident, like Alyssa, you cannot invest anymore in courses and in learning until you start freaking using what you already know and putting yourself out there, putting yourself out there, you know? And so that's why like I love doing readings like I already feel very confident in my human design readings gene keys readings even though I'm learning more and more and more about the gene keys from um, the master key membership or um, master key course that I'm in with Maria Henning but it's like okay we're like I need to stop buying stuff at this point because I am spending so much money and those are just like the um, those are just Big courses are something that like I'll always do, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about investing in little things. Like I'm in so many different memberships that like hit my bank account. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot that I was signed up for that. Like I have like Gala Darling's like tapping, like I signed up for when she had like a promotion going on and then I forgot about it. forgot to cancel because I didn't want to continue anymore. And so it's like that hit my bank account. It's like all of these like memberships that I get really excited about to enter into. And then I'm like, oh my God, wait, actually like it's too much. Like I don't need that. I have too much stuff going on. I need to actually come back to myself and tune into myself and stop taking in everybody else's energy and wisdom and tune into my own, put my blinders on and share my stuff. And so you guys, that is where the Akashic Records come in, okay? And never, ever have I ever felt more capable to trust myself, to tune into myself, to open that well, that deep, deep well of knowledge that I have, which is my vocation, okay, 48.6. I have the resourcefulness. I have the well of resourcefulness inside of me, the gate of depth. It's like it's in me. And I just have to learn how to access that. And with the Akashic Records, I feel like that's literally what I'm doing. Like I'm I'm freaking tapping into this well and accessing all of this freaking information coming from the records from the universe from this infinite potential and I'm able to share that and it's so freaking powerful um so yeah so let me tell you okay so before I tell you about the reading that I got today I also wanted to just say this because I don't think I ever actually told you or like put a definition out there of like what the akashic records is so um I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with them if you're in this space I know you love like spirituality and all the things. But if you're unsure, or if you haven't heard about it before, or maybe you're just unclear, this is kind of my take on the Akashic records. So the Akashic records is like the Akasha. It's like this field. It's like this field of everything, It's kind of like, I think it's like where Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about like this infinite field of infinite potentiality, you know, like that zero point of like everything existing in once in space and time. That's kind of like what the Akashic Records are. And it's like everything in the Akashic Records, we each, it's like this library, okay? It's like this library of infinite information where everything that has ever been done, said, experienced from a- the depths of time is recorded. So everything is recorded in the Akashic records. And so every person, every soul has a book in the Akashic records that they can open up and see every experience from their past, past lives, everything in this life, present moment and future potentialities. Every every living being has a record. And so What's so cool is that anyone, literally anyone, can open their Akashic records. And so you have access to this infinite information. And this is really helpful because it can help us kind of bypass the ego and see like it gives us guidance, it gives us help, it gives us wisdom, it gives us solutions, it gives us next steps, it gives us love. It's like this the way to describe it is like the most beautiful radiant, loving feeling I've ever felt of just being loved, truly, truly loved and truly held at such a high frequency and such a high knowing that anything is possible. Like when you're in the records, there is no self-doubt. There is no self-hatred. There is no confusion. It's like everything is possible. And you feel this love just like completely surrounding you. And what's so cool is that, for example, when I open up my Akashic Records, I have the capability to communicate with my higher self, with my spirit guides, with ascendant masters, with light beings, with teachers. Um, These are all beings who are here to help us learn and grow in this lifetime. You also have access to your loved ones, so people who have passed over And it's so freaking powerful because it's like, it's almost like you have this spirit team basically like in your back pocket. It's like when you open up your records, they're there with you. Like, it's like they're with you and they're there to help you. Okay. And then when you open up someone else's records, you are able to open up their Potentiality—you're able to see into their past lifetimes. You're able to get information from their past, present, and future potentialities, and so you're able to like really get information that can help them in this lifetime. You can also connect to their loved ones that that have passed, which is what mediumship is. Um, and what I really love about mediumship through the Akashic records is that, um, depending on exactly like how you open and close the records, like for example, the prayer that I was taught to open them. It's like we're opening them with only those who are connected to love and truth through God. So you're not going to get any like rogue, scary, creepy um, energies that are trying to communicate. You know, it's only those who are connected to the person that I'm opening them for, you know, their loved ones and God ascended masters. You know, the Lords of the Akashic Records were asking for their protection over us and they're there to help us only have those energies with the highest potential of love and truth come through. So it's very safe. There's nothing you have to be worried about. There's nothing you have to be scared about. It's only in light and the highest vibration of love. And so it's so beautiful because only good things can come through. And I will say only good things, not in like a spiritual bypassy way where like, Oh, you're only going to hear what they want to hear. And it's only going to be really positive, Um, guidance. Like, no, it's very real guidance. So you're only going to hear what you're ready to hear. They're never going to tell you something that you're not ready to accept. So you are going to also get messages that might feel uncomfortable for the person sharing, but it's always coming from a place of love, of respect. And like, Hey, maybe this is something that you're not seeing. This is something that you need to hear. That's going to help you you know, move past that block or let go of that limington belief. Like it's going to be real truth that that soul needs to hear so that they can move on and keep on growing in their evolution. So it's not only going to be like really like lovely. Um, they're not going to, the. I opened up my records before this reading. So this is what I'm getting. They're not going to sugarcoat things, and they're not going to only tell you what you want to hear, and they're not going to bend the truth to make you feel comfortable. So it's like when you're asking for an Akashic reading, you're asking for the truth to come through, and you're asking for real help and guidance. Like They want you to take some things that are sometimes hard to look at and they always do it in a way that's very light for me personally. It always comes through as very light, very loving, very playful, but it is the truth. And so they say only, you know, seek it out if you're actually looking for like real truth to come through. But anyways, I just had to put that little message in there because I want you to know that it's not like just only love and light, like spiritual bypassy. It's like, no, it's really going to tell you things that you need to hear that are uncomfortable sometimes. And so <clears throat> I find that, for me, I really love doing it for people that I don't know because, you know, sometimes it can be a little uncomfortable doing it for loved ones. Um, you know, because we know them and there's like a little bit more ego involved. And so it's really important to like put the ego aside and be like, Hey, I don't know why this is coming through, but this is what's coming through. And then you kind of just see how it resonates with the other person. But anyways, that's kind of like my personal, um, it's kind of like my personal experience of like what the Akashic records are. It's really this way to connect with our higher selves, with our loved ones, our you know our spirit team, our and have just freaking ultimate truth, love and guidance come through and so it's like then we're not seeking this outside of ourselves anymore and it's so cool because it always like often really confirms what we already know or like ideas that we've already had and they're just getting us that confirmation the confidence to yes you're on the right track like move forward like every time I've done a reading so far it's resonated where they're like oh like okay I was already thinking that or yeah that makes so much sense like I just needed that extra push like especially with the reading that I did today like everything she was like, gosh, like Alyssa, like everything you told me, like I already kind of knew, but I just needed that confirmation and that extra like boost to do it. And so it makes sense because it's you, like, you know, they're re- they're, your Akashic team, your Akashic records team is your highest self. It is your guides. They know you more than anybody in this universe. So it's going to always resonate. It's not going to be this like really like, out of pocket information that you're like, wow, I, like that's I never thought of that. That's weird. Like that doesn't resonate. Like, no, it's always going to resonate. Um, which is why I love doing it with people that I don't know because it just hits that much like better. It's like that much more shock shocking in a good way when you don't know someone and you can just read them like to the T and they're like, oh my God, how did you know that? And it's like, yeah, it feels like psychic powers because you're literally reading their soul. You're reading their truth to them and they're like, oh my God. And that is what I really love about this formula. So this is a formula that I was taught from my trainer, Rebecca Lyons. And this is what I really love. It's like, first you kind of give confirmation that you're like, like. I've noticed this from what I've been taught and from all of the readings I've done so far, it's like, they're going to give me some like information that comes through that doesn't make sense to me, but I'm just sharing what I'm seeing, what I'm getting, what I'm feeling to the other person. And they're like, oh my God. Yeah. Like that resonates. And that is the first step of like this connection that we're building where they're like, oh yeah, like you're in there. Like I believe you, this makes sense. I resonate. It's something that's not going to make sense to me, but to the other person, it's going to make sense. For example, When I did my friend's reading today, um, I told her, like, okay, like, when I was reading the prayer, you know, I noticed that both of my ears started ringing. Like, my ears are ringing, like, crazy, and I've also noticed, like, this, like, feeling in my root, like, this, like, activation, kind of like a surge of energy in my root chakra, and... I was like, I think that's interesting because, you know, you want to talk about your money stuff and I'm, I'm getting like safety, you know, root chakra is all about like safety security. So it makes sense that that's being activated right now. And she was like, oh my God, Alyssa, that's crazy because, um, my ears were ringing yesterday, so loud. Like she's like, I've never experienced this before where I literally thought that it was my mom next to me. I thought I was hearing her make a sound from her ears, but it was that my ears were ringing so loud. And she's like, and it, it was just so odd that I just had to make a mental note of that. And as you were saying that you felt your ears ringing, I had to tell you that that happened to me yesterday. And so see how like, to me i'm just picking up on this like bodily sensation that i don't know what that means it's not mine so i'm just speaking what i'm feeling even though it makes no sense to me and it's something that's going to resonate with the other person so deeply that they're like okay yeah we're connected like this this is it's like a confirmation for them to know that like they're we're in it like we're in the records your spirit team is activated let's go you know and so that's what i really love um and it was cool because The thing that did it for me today was she was like she opened my records and then she's like okay she's like the message I don't know why I'm getting that you just need to be reminded that you're cool like you're really cool and they want you to know that and I was like oh my god because that came through in another reading that I had um, when someone was reading mine and they were like oh like I think you don't realize how cool you are. Like you are a really cool person and like you're going to be helping other like really cool, like badass, like people on their purpose journeys, but I don't think you realize how cool you are. So that had came through. And then you guys, this is the craziest part. Um, two days ago, I wrote a review for the Akashic Records training that I was in. So I was writing this um, testimonial and review for my trainer. And at the end, I kind of signed it off by like, oh, like Rebecca is like, and I was like also like Rebecca is one of the coolest people that I know, or like she's one of the coolest people that you get to hang out with, something like that. I say the word cool, but I don't call people cool. That's just like, when I was writing her testimonial, it just came out. I was like, she is a cool ass person. And so then the message to me today from the records was like, you're a cool too. Like you're a cool person too. Do you know that? And that helped me so much because I've been dealing with like, oh, imposter syndrome of self-doubt. Like, oh, am I meant to do this? Am I meant to move my business into this Um, direction of Akashic Records, you know, I've been really building it up around human design. And then I love Gene Keys. And like, can I transition into Akashic Records? And how can I make this all come together? And blah, 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 the mind going crazy. And my guys were like, Alyssa, I want to remind you, do you know how cool you are? You're cool. And then they were just like, you need to tell yourself every day that you're a cool ass person too. So see how like to her, that wouldn't really mean anything. But she's like, oh, I'm getting this feeling this message I need to tell you that you're also a cool person. So that was my invitation from my guides, from the records to be like, Hey, like we're connected. Like, listen up. This is like, we're in this. And it's like this visceral feeling that you get. We're like, Oh my God, like, Whoa, this is cool. Like, we're good. this is something deeper is going on here. Like, this is magical. This is otherworldly. Like, because this is so fucking crazy that we're Able to do this, like, well, how cool is it? They were able to tap in to this field of infinite potentiality, and talk to our higher selves, and talk to like spirit guides and like ascended masters. Like, this is wild, right? Crazy, but it's so real. And so, yeah. Anyways, so I've noticed that that's kind of what happens. Like, they'll they'll first give you this like confirmation of like, okay, we're in this, and then I really like to do ask them the question, you will like start asking questions around like whatever you want guidance on. And then once we start diving into why this is so relevant in your life and why it's showing up, I always like to ask for a solution. Like, okay, so like, why is this relevant? Okay, cool. Now, what can this person do to overcome this or to move through this? So we get a solution. And then I also always like to get like practical advice, like, okay, what are some next steps? What are some practical things they can do? And this is where it's going to be like, This is where it's going to be direct advice of like, for me today, for example, um, her direct advice was to, oh, do somatic work. It was like, oh, she, she feels a lot of anxiety in her body around like overspending or feeling like it's not going to ever be enough, even though she's never had an experience in this lifetime where like it wasn't enough money. She does have that pattern of, of feeling like, Oh, I feel like it's like not never enough. And like, what if I run out? So it gives her a lot of anxiety in her body. And so they're, um, Their guidance for her, their kind of like prescription was like somatic work. Like, oh, you need to do somatic work. And then it's like, okay, what kind of somatic work? So I recommended this course that I knew she had been doing. Like, okay, tune back into that. And then she's like, okay, like, but what else can I do? And then I ask, and then I get the answer of like, oh, you know, like you need to go um make it a point in the morning to go into your backyard barefoot drink your tea out there get some sunlight on you and do some breathing and like really allow yourself even if it's just for a couple minutes ground ground into the earth ground in your backyard she has a lot of nature and trees in her backyard so it's like that's very healing um and then like just you know taking in the warm tea and like the warmth of the sun and all of that is going to bring a lot of healing and a lot of um yeah, like healing and calmness to her body. And so somatically, that's going to help her nervous system feel at ease. And so if she can do that every day, that is something that can really help her. So it's like, it's really cool, because it's like, we get to see what's going on in your current reality. What is the like, what can you do now? What is a practical solution? And it's like, all of these things, we already know, you know, it's like, I already know about somatic work, but I'm not recommending this to her. It's the actual, it's actually like getting this from spirit. So it's kind of like it uses all of your tools and skills that you've ever known. And it like builds on each other and then it just gives a perfect prescription. So it's like, it takes a lot of pressure off of yourself to always have to know the answers because I'm not giving her the answers. I'm Alyssa is removed. I don't know what she should do. You know, how would I know? what would be the best practice for her? Because I'm not her, but her records know. Her highest self knows. Her guides know. And it that advice really resonated with her. Whereas say if I was like, if Alyssa was just like, oh, if you're anxious, um, this this might not be the best example because I don't even think this helps with anxiousness. But what if I was like, oh, take a cold shower? You know, like what if I knew that maybe cold showers help I think that actually might be like, I don't think that would help with anxiety. I don't know. Does it for me? It kind of feels like you're getting into like fight or flight. Cause it's like <gasps> shocking. So that's not a great example, but said, I said some example, right. Um, said I was like, say if I, Alyssa was like, oh, I think you should meditate, um, with your eyes shut for 20 minutes, but say if she had some sort of like severe trauma or like PTSD, the client were like, they didn't feel safe, closing their eyes to meditate. That wouldn't be the best advice. So it's like, I'm removing myself and the guides, her spirit team is giving me the prescription because they know her, right? So I don't know. To me, that just makes, it just feels really good. Um, And not to say that we, we as practitioners wouldn't know the best advice to give to each other. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that we need to use Akashic Records, but it is really cool and it feels like. I don't know. It feels like effortless because it's just the answers are just coming to you. So anyways, that's kind of like the little series of how it works. So let's get into um, what I uncovered through my reading today. So I asked her, I was like, okay, I, my biggest problem with money is that I spend it. It's like, it doesn't matter how much comes in. I can't hold on to it. It's like, I I just, it comes in and then I spend it. Yes, all of my bills are being paid. Yes, I have a lot of organization around financial, um, personal finances. So I'm not saying that I spend money on dumb things and like, oh, like I'm missing payments and I'm not taking care of my bills and like things are going to collections. Like, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I have a very structured personal finance system set up to where like, I know I have a... um. Kind of like a money date with myself every two times a month, every other Friday on my payday, where I already have all of my bills mapped out for the month. I have like different accounts, and so I have like my deposit account where all of my money's deposited into, and then I transfer different money to like an expense account, and then like in this expense account, I know that these bills are coming out of here, like my credit card payments or whatever. And then I have like another savings account, and then I have like a weekly spending account and. Blah blah blah. So like that organization has been so helpful. My problem is that once I pay all of the things I have to pay on time, I have a X, Y, Z XYZ sum of money left over, right? And so instead of just like putting it into savings or putting it into like stocks or investments, I'm I'm not doing any investing right now outside of like my retirement investing, like 401k. Um, I just end up spending that money on food and like courses, like education, certification type of things. That's like basically always where the extra money goes. And so I'm like, why do I do that? Like, why can't I save money? Why can't I like, I don't know. I just cannot help myself. I cannot help myself. It's like, yeah. So that's basically what I wanted help with. So she opened up the records and asked, like, okay, like, why does Alyssa have this pattern of like spending and not holding on to money? Like, what's coming up? And so what came up was insecurity. So she's like, okay, I'm getting that like you are feeling insecure in some way. And so you keep spending the money. And I was like, okay, like that makes sense with like the courses, because if I feel insecure in my knowledge and my wisdom, maybe I need I feel like, oh, the next thing that comes out. I need that, you know, like, oh, there's this business training on sales, which I just signed up for, um, this money March training with Shoshana. She is freaking awesome. And so it's like this, it was only $30 and it was like, okay, like she's going to do a training every single day for us to show up and sell on Instagram or like social media every single day for the month of March, just to like practice sales. And so I was like, I need that. I was like, I don't, I'm not good at sales. Like I want to, I want to share my offers and like, talk about it and get people excited for the things I have. And I I feel like I'm not good at that. I feel like I need that. So I bought that. That's just an example. And I feel like that's actually like really beneficial. So I don't even feel like that's a bad thing, but it's like things like that will constantly come up like on like emails that I'm subscribed to of people that I follow where I'm like, Oh, I feel like I need that. I need that. I need that. And it's like, okay, do I need that? Or is that coming from a place of scarcity of lack of feeling like I'm not good enough. Like I, I don't have what it takes to put myself out there right now. So I'm holding myself back because I feel like I need to constantly learn more or have like more, some sort of coaching. Right. And so then, um, she asked them for advice about this other, like really exciting training that I'm in right now, all about like subconscious work. And she's like, okay, like I asked them, do you need that? They said, no, Like you're fine without it, but they said it is beneficial. So they're like, okay, it's okay that you signed up because it is really going to help you like heal your own subconscious stuff and, and with your clients, but you don't need it. So don't let that hold yourself back from sharing what you have to offer. Like, don't wait until you finish that program to talk more about your readings and to share about the gene keys and Akashic records and human design. Like, don't let that hold yourself back. Okay. So this is where it gets like juicy. So I was like, okay, well, I don't get how like insecurity plays into a fat, like the part around food. Like, why do I spend so much money around food? And why do I get so emotional when I can't get what I want around food? Because there's this pattern that I have where it's like, even if I buy groceries, say I buy groceries to meal prep. Like if I am craving something else, it's like nothing that I do, if I don't get that can satisfy me. So this is a great example, a little vulnerability share. So I brought, brought groceries yesterday. We went to Trader Joe's. I spent like $90 to buy everything to meal prep, you know, for the next week, because I'm really like back on my fitness stuff. I'm like excited. I want to nourish myself, eat healthier. And so I was, you know, spent a lot of money on that really excited. And then last night I was like, Oh my God, I'm like really craving canes. Like, Kane's chicken. I don't know if you guys, I'm not sure if it's like anywhere else outside of California, but it's not healthy. It's, but it's like chicken sandwiches. They have this like bomb chicken sandwich and like this really good sauce. Like, oh my God, it's so good. And like the bread is so good. It's just like, oh my sacral, like my sacral freaking wants it. Um, Oh my God. It just gets me so excited like to think about it. So I'm like, okay, I bought all this food to meal prep, but I want canes so bad. And like, it was really late at night. It was last night, which was Saturday. Um, but I didn't have to like wake up to go to work. So I am very disciplined about going to sleep on time when it's the work days. Like if I don't go to sleep by 10, I'm like stressing out because I know I need sleep. But it was like probably already like 10 o'clock at night. And I was like, watching Love is Blind. Um, I still had like four more episodes to go. We were still like in like I was in the episode where they just um, started living together. Like they got back from like their vacation and they started living together in the houses. And so I was like, Oh my God, I could like binge this for a couple more hours and like eat canes and like feel so happy. So then I, t- but then George started cooking something and I was like, he's like, Oh, like, babe, you can just eat the tacos that I'm making. And I was like, I don't want that. Like, I really want canes. And he's like, Okay, well, you just bought all of this food, you know, like I thought you were gonna meal prep. And I was like, I know, but I don't want that. And he's like, okay, well, like go get it. And he didn't want to go with me because he was like eating here and doing something else. So I was like, okay, I can really like inconvenience myself and go pick it up. And it was also raining. It's ten o'clock at night. It's raining. The drive is at least 15 minutes away. Do I really need this? Like my, I mean, that's going to be bad for my digestion to eat this like so late at night. But I was like, wow, but I could have such a fun time watching Love Is Blind and like eating my canes. But then I was like, I got really emotional and I was like, whatever, like I'm not going to get it. But instead of doing the logical, more reasonable act of just eating the food that he literally just made, he made really good turkey meat, vegetables, um, and he like prepared stuff to make tacos. Instead of eating that or eating any of the stuff that I had in the freezer or, you know, making anything, I was like, I'm just going to go to sleep. So I turned everything off, brushed my teeth, washed my face, and I just like went to sleep like mad, mad at myself, mad at angry because I didn't get what I wanted. That dissatisfaction, that frustration of the generator not getting what I freaking wanted. But I was like, this is a pattern for me. Like, what is going on? And it's always around food and it's always around buying food. It's like, if I don't get exactly what I want, it pisses me off. But to the point where it's like not reasonable, like I'm 34 years old. It's not really reasonable to be that upset that I'm not getting what I want. So we, so when we were in the records, she asked me, she asked the records, okay, I'm seeing like insecurity around the money thing. Alyssa's talking about food and classes. She's like, what do we need to do to heal this? And so she got the, um, download that she could do some inner child healing. So she had me, um, do a meditation together where I go back as an inner child to, um, basically any memory that comes up as me, like as a child. And it was crazy because it was so specific, the freaking memory that came up. And this memory comes up for me a lot. And it's where I'm 10 years old, around 10 years old, probably. And I'm in my mom's closet in um, a house that we used to live in, in Colorado, when my parents were still together Like one of my favorite houses, beautiful house. I was in her closet. I think she was like folding clothes or something or putting clothes away. And I was I was telling her like that I wanted to go get food like for lunch or dinner. I don't remember like, but out. I wanted to eat out. And she was like, No, Alyssa. Like we're gonna eat here. We're gonna eat what I'm making. And I was having a legit meltdown, like tantrum, screaming, crying. I just remember banging, like laying on the floor and just banging my arms on the floor and just like, but I want this. I don't even remember what I wanted. It was probably like McDonald's or something. I was just like, I want that. And she's just like, no, like where you're going to eat here. And I remember the dissatisfaction, sadness, anger, just like, uh, hunger, not even hungry, like I'm hungry, but it's like, I want that so bad. And I don't want anything else, like a craving that I had for food. And it's like, I just want it. And feeling trapped and feeling like, why can't I get this? And like, you're not listening to me. And like, I just wish I had my own money. I wish I could drive. I wish I could go get it myself and I would get whatever I want. And like, I just fucking want it. And I just wanting it so bad and not getting it and having a complete meltdown. And so today my friend Carla was like, okay, so great. So you're seeing yourself in that situation. What do you need to tell yourself right now? Do you need to give yourself a hug? Do you need, do you need to tell her something? And every time I've ever done like inner child healing, it's always like, I need to tell her like something to soothe her or, you know, something to make her feel okay. But in this time it was so crazy what came through that it was like, you So the message came through that I needed to tell her was, you don't always get what you want. And it was more of like, almost like a stern talking. Like I needed to sit her down and look at her in her eyes, calm her down and tell her, hey, we don't always get what we want. You know, like sometimes we're not going to get to eat out sometimes we're just going to have to eat what we have here. And these emotions that you're feeling right now are so strong. And I know you just want to use food to move through it. But if you can just sit with this for like three minutes, you know, maybe it's 60 seconds, maybe it's 90 seconds. These feelings of dissatisfaction and like frustration for not getting what you want, they will move through you okay? And we need to break this pattern right now. We cannot keep giving in. And hey, you're so much stronger than that. You don't need that. We have everything we need right now. We're, we're fine. And just watch. Just wait. Just wait those 60 seconds to 90 seconds. Those feelings are going to surpass. And then you'll be okay eating whatever mom made or whatever's in the kitchen, whatever is here, whatever is convenient. You know, we don't always... Get what we want. And so I just sat with her for a second. I made it very clear to her. And then um, Carla got, kind of guided me through after that to like give her a hug and just let her know, like, hey, I'm always here for you. We got this. Like, this is going to help us so much. Let's just sit through this feeling. It's okay. These big feelings are okay. And then I kind of like gave her a hug and sent her back into my heart space. And so it's crazy because that's what I realized is like, When I really have this like strong urge to like go get food or to like eat out, it's like the times where I do bypass it, where I just let myself feel the discomfort and like the. It's so weird, you guys. It's almost like a sorrow. Like, I don't know where this stems from, this sorrow of like not getting the food that I wanted. But this inner child healing, I think, is really gonna help me because it's those feelings of like, I want this so bad. It's like a hunger. It's like, and then if I don't get it, it causes this huge emotional reaction. Just like a great, another great example. Um, We, me and George went to visit his family um, on Christmas. And I was, I had told my friend this as well. Like when this happened, we, I wanted to get Starbucks. Like we, we, I always have this thing with my mom of like, we love getting Starbucks before we go like on a road trip or before we go walking um, on the dog beach on Saturdays. It's just what we do. It's so fun. Like I love coffee. I love coffee. I love getting my drink. I know that that's a privilege. I know that it's not something I need to do, but it's just something that I associate a a car, long car ride with. I just love doing it. And so I'm going to do that for myself because I want to do that. So um, when me and George left his mom's house on Christmas, I was like, hey, babe, like, can we stop at Starbucks? And he didn't want to. And it became this immediate trigger for me. And he's like, no, Alyssa, like, we need to get back on the freeway. I don't want to hit traffic. That's going to be a huge detour. It's going to waste so much time. And I was like, no, it's not. It's not going to waste time. I already found three locations. They're this many miles away. I'm already guiding you there. Like, please just go there. Like, I want to go to Starbucks. Like, I need want to drink my morning coffee. And so it was like a little bit of an argument and then he gave in. So then we started going there and then it turns out the line was so long. Like the line was like ridiculously unre- like unreasonably long to wait through. And so he's like, I'm not waiting for that. I'm not waiting for that. I'm and like, I'm, I'm getting on the road. It And he didn't say like, I'm sorry, babe. I'm not go- like, is it okay if we don't wait for that? It was like, I'm not waiting for that. And just continued to drive past it, which also immediately triggered me. And so I, got rageful inside this feeling of like, oh my God, like it wasn't just that I'm not getting Starbucks. It was like, oh, you don't love me. You're not supporting me. You're not thinking about my needs. You're not taking care of me. I felt trapped. I felt like I wanted to jump out of the car and like walk to Starbucks and then like Uber home like three hours. Like that's how crazy this pull that it has over me when I want food, when I want some sort of Starbucks food. It's like, and I'm not getting my way. It turns into this like psychotic thing that's like happening inside of me. It's really crazy. It's weird. Um, and I'm not like outwardly acting psychotic, but I was really upset. Like I was like, I just felt so abandoned. I felt so insecure. I felt like, wow. Like, and also I felt like it's not that big of a deal. Like we're literally driving home on a sunday we don't have any time restraints why does it matter if it takes 30 minutes to go through a line even though it is a little unreasonable but to me it just like didn't make sense but reflecting back on this and after doing that inner child healing with carla i was like oh my god that's the pattern is that i'm not getting what i want so it creates this emotional eruption inside of me that feels so bad it feels so bad that i want to do anything in my power to make it go away and All of the times in the past I made it go away was giving into that desire and going to get the food, going to get the Starbucks, you know, that's the only way I was able to transmute that in the past was giving into it. And so now I feel like now that I talked to her and I addressed this inner, you know, I saw my inner child and I was like, Hey, this feeling of horrendous rage for not getting what we want, this hunger, this anger this frustration dissatisfaction of not getting what we want it's only going to last for like 30 to 90 seconds and it might be powerful af it might feel like you hate everyone who is in your way and you just want to freaking get them out of your way and jump out of the car and do whatever it takes because that this feels so bad but if we can just sit through this and we can just breathe allow this to move through us, not make up a story for why we feel like this, you know, not making ourselves feel like a villain or feel crazy or feel entitled or like, oh, I must be entitled for feeling like this. I must be so spoiled. Whatever story I want to make up in my head for not getting my own way. Right. And reacting like this, like instead of creating all of these negative stories about myself of like, you're such an overreactor. You're so emotional. You're so entitled. You're spoiled. Like, suck it up. You're being childish. Just be an adult. Stop being so immature. No, instead of just like allowing this feeling to be there and to know that I'm really pissed off, that I'm not getting my way and breathe through it, you know, don't start any dialogue. If I'm with someone, like if I'm with my partner, this would only like really come out if I'm like really close to the person, like George, like it's not like I'm going to act like this with a stranger or like a coworker. So it's like, okay, I'm letting that, letting that be there, giving myself spaciousness, And then I think a beautiful thing is going to happen where it surpasses. And this emotion moves through me because that's what, like, emotions, it's just energy. So it's, like, energy in motion. So I'm allowing this yucky, because it doesn't feel good, this yucky energy to move through me. And, And then I think I'm going to arrive at peace. I think I want to be okay with it. And then I'll just do, like, what the reasonable thing is and, like, okay, I'll just eat. Whatever's here. Like, okay, I'll just eat these tacos that are actually really good that he spent time making and I'll be okay with that, you know? And I think that was the whole point is that I never allowed myself to not give in. So my inner child healing was like, I needed to have a talking with her. Like, I need to tell you that you don't always get what you want. You're not always going to get to say yes. And so how that relates to money is it's like, okay, if I really want, like, I'm like, oh my God, like, I want this so bad. I want to spend money on this. It's like, wait, give myself what I initially told myself, like, no, we don't need that. And then maybe the feelings are going to come up of like frustration, dissatisfaction. Like, why? Like, why can't I just give, like, I deserve this. Like all the stories, just allowing that to surpass and then being like, oh, yeah, I don't need that. I didn't need that. Because I will tell you that I have noticed in the past the times where I don't give in to that immediate, like, oh my God, I need to buy this and like spend money on it. I always feel 20 times better like 30 minutes later when I look at my bank account and I still have money. And I'm like, oh my God, like, thank God I didn't buy that. Like, I did not need that. So it's almost like emotional buying. Like, I've noticed that. Like, I kind of an emo- emotional spender too. And so just allowing myself to just sit with the emotions I feel like that's really helpful so yeah so that was like really freaking powerful and I'm excited to see when that comes up especially around food and it's like being so inconvenient and like dude like you it's, it's just kind of unreasonable like the depths that you're going right now to try to go get food when you can just like eat at home eat healthy I literally spent money on meal prepping like I need to eat this I need to eat what I have um I think is going to help so much so I'm really excited to see kind of like where that unfolds. And I'll be excited to report back to you and let you know what comes through. But I just thought that was so fascinating, right? Because I thought I was just getting guidance on money and like overspending where really I was able to break down through just like awareness and observation. Oh, I like, what do I actually spend my money on? Food and courses. Okay do I actually need this course or can I sit with this feeling of not feeling good enough of not feeling like I know enough of being so desperate? Like, Oh my God, I need that. Like I need to sign up for it. Like usually when I'm spending money on like, no, I'm not talking about like big certifications or big programs that are like huge investments, but I'm talking about more of like the little things here and there, like the March money thing and like the tapping and just like, Oh my God. Like, it's like, I'll read someone's newsletter and I'm like, I need that. But it's like, I think they're kind of speaking to my insecurities. They're speaking to the self-doubt that I have. And I think that that one thing is going to fix me. It's going to make me feel like I have all the answers. It's going to give me the confidence that I need to show up in my purpose. It's going to make me feel like this like superhero or superhuman, like, wow, I have all the answers figured out. It's like, if I can just sit with that insecurity of being like, oh my God, like well, if I don't buy this and I'm missing out, then I'm not going to have that skill. And I'm not going to be able to know how to sell or whatever the thing is that I'm not going to buy. It's like if I can sit with that insecurity for 90 seconds and then be like, "Oh yeah, like I don't need that." Like they're literally just speaking to my pain. They're literally speaking to my insecurities. That the sales page is literally speaking to the me who feels like I'm not enough without this thing. And then after 90 seconds that will surpass and I'll be so glad that I didn't invest in another thing that I don't need. And again, it's all about having discernment because I'm a lifelong learner. I love learning. So I'm always going to invest in courses and like learning, but it's, it's those, those ones that just get me like those ones where I just read the newsletter once and I'm like, oh my God, I need that. I'm in a and I buy it. Or I'm like, I don't even know who this person is. I don't even know how I'm following them. I don't even know how I'm on their newsletter list, but they send me one email and I'm perching this, this from them because I feel like I need it because it's speaking to my pain. So it's just like having discernment versus oh, I've been following this person for a long time. I've been considering this certification or this program or this course for months. I love everything they do. I can't wait to learn from them. It's like, there's such a different energy there. And it's like thinking about it for days. And even though it is a sacral response of like, oh my God, yeah, yeah, I need that. It's like, yeah, I want that. But then I'm giving myself time to really discern do I really need this is this something that I really want is this really going to help me is it coming from a place where I feel good about myself and I feel elevated or is it coming from a place of lack and like urgency you know fear scarcity is urgent it's like let's do it right now go 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 even though I'm not an emotional authority where emotional authorities are really important that they you know give themselves time I still kind of do that when it comes with like investing in things like this is a great rule don't ever be pressured into buying something. Like if it's a course, if it's a certification, if it's a program and they're telling you that you need to sign up within 24 hours or like the doors are closed and you have to figure out now. It's like that's creating that urgency and it's like a false sense of like needing to hurry up and buy something. So for me, just allowing myself time and all of like the the beautiful people that I buy from where it's like so aligned, so soul aligned. It's always like time. They don't make me feel, of course they have like different, like maybe like bonuses if you sign up by this date, but it's never this feeling of like urgency and like you need this right now. It's usually the ones that I tend to buy that are very urgent that I'm like, okay, maybe I didn't need that. You know, maybe I didn't need that, but I'm not, I'm also, again, I'm not saying that about the March money thing that I'm doing right now. I'm obsessed. It's so much value. Oh my God. It's so good. But anyways, okay. Okay. So yeah, so that really helped me. And so I just kind of wanted to give you guys a taste of like how Akashic Records can really help like uh, an experience that I actually was guided through. It's really fun to just see like to talk about experiences that I've had with people and then to talk about experiences that from reading theirs and then them reading mine. Um, So yeah, so once we did like the inner child healing, she kind of asked them like some more stuff about like what I needed to know. And I ended up feeling like really, really good and really complete. So Overall, it was really cool because I thought I was just asking about, like, spending stuff, but I found out that, like, this whole thing about, like, emotions and food and how to really move through that. So, yeah, um, I think that's... It. I feel like I every time you guys that I do these episodes, I'm like so excited to talk to you and also so excited to try to make it really short and succinct. And I'm like, okay, this is probably gonna be like 20 minutes, maybe 30, but then I keep seeing the time. I'm like, okay, we're at the 30-minute mark. Oh, 45 minutes. I'm trying to like wrap it up or reel it in. 50 minutes. It's like I want to be like succinct and I don't want to ramble essentially. I'm like, I don't want to ramble. I want this to like make sense. But then also I don't want to follow advice of like, I can get so wrapped up in following advice of like, oh, this is how you should be a great speaker. Like have this formula. It's like, if I try to do that, I'm going to have so much self doubt and I'm going to be thinking so much that it's just not going to come out properly. So what I really love about this podcast and being long form is like, I'm able to just be myself. Like that is why it's been so sustainable this whole time. And I'm able to keep going because I'm not trying to do anything or like be a certain way or fit in a certain format. I just allow myself to kind of like speak. I have an idea of what I want to talk about in the topic. And then it kind of just unfolds. And like, I kind of go off on these little tangents here and there, and then it all kind of like comes back together. So I hope that this, was helpful. I hope that it made sense. I hope that it hit. Um, I hope that you like can relate to some parts of my story. And yeah, so I we'll leave it at that. I hope you have such a beautiful week. If you, as always, want to get a human design or Gene Keys reading, I will put my link in the show notes. Um, I'm so excited. I definitely have spots open for both of those. Um, As always, if you want help figuring out what would be like most beneficial for you in terms of like what type of reading, um, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at I am Alyssa May. Um, and just DM me, send me a DM, say hello. Let me know that you're kind of interested in those, but you kind of want help on figuring out which one. And I can see what's going on in your life right now. We're struggling with where you need like guidance. And then we can see what reading would be perfect for you. And then if you want to get a Akashic Record Reading, which I'm so excited to start offering. Those are going to be made available most likely mid to end of March. So just keep an eye out for those. I'm so excited. Um, I also announced last week that I'm going to be switching to a different scheduling platform. Um, so it's almost complete, so again, I will update like all of the show notes so you know exactly where to book in, but right now you can still just use the one that's going to be in the description, which is Calendly. Um, so yeah, if you have any questions, let me know. Um, but again, all of these readings are just here to assist you to understand yourself, to understand yourself at the soul level, to understand your purpose, to understand how to best thrive in relationships, to understand how to best thrive in business and, um, financial prosperity through sharing your gifts with others and being of service. And like, you know, all the things that we're about on this freaking episode or podcast, all about personal growth and development, how to be your high self, tune into yourself, be your own authority, trust yourself so that you can shine your light and really share your gifts with the world because you are here for such a beautiful, magical experience in whatever way that looks in however small or big impact you want to have, right? It's going to look completely different for everybody. You're on your own journey, but I want you to have the confidence to step into that fully and to just do the things that you want to do and to move past any limiting beliefs or anything that's coming up. So you guys know where to find me. I hope you have such a beautiful week and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for being here and listening, beauty. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a review and share the episode with a friend who you know will love it. We can connect further on Instagram at I am Alyssa May. So come say hello, leave a comment of your favorite takeaway on my most recent post, and I cannot wait to connect. Thank you so much, and I will see you next time.